Can you stand to your feet and just begin to just thank you? Jesus, we thank you that you are faithful. Come on, just lift your voice and thanks to the Lord. Lord, thank you. Your evidence of faithfulness is all over 2023. You brought us through. It didn't matter what we went through. You brought us through. You are faithful even when we are faithless. Oh, I thank you, God, that you healed me. If you give God healed, you just say, God, I thank you that you're a healer. God, I thank you that your hand of protection was on my children. I thank you for the businesses that were started. I thank you, God, that no matter what, you've got my back. You've you've carried me through. I I thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness financially. I thank you, Lord, that that you've carried me all this way. I bless your name today, and I just say thank you for your faithfulness in my life. Over the last year, I recognize I would not have made it out unless it had been for you. I would not have been able to come through unless it had been been for you, Jesus. I recognize your fingerprints over all that I am in today, and I just give you thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Man, the fact that the fact that we're able to give, you know, a million dollars, it's proof that God is faithful. He is faithful, and he's never seen the righteous forsaken or the seed begging bread. And I just declare this to you today. The same faith that takes you to heaven is the same faith that will bring heaven into this room for you right now. So in Jesus' name, we declare healing. It's the children's bread. There's crumbs falling off. He said, that's not, I don't care. That's what God said. He said, he said that healing is the children's bread. I thank you for healing. If you need healing anywhere on your body, just put, put, it, put it where it belongs right now. Just touch wherever's ailing right now on your body. Just touch it right now. We declare you have the mind of Christ. We declare every doubt be cursed in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, that you are faithful we bless your name today we thank you that our healing brings glory to you in jesus name amen 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 Amen. so as you give today this is our last opportunity this is our last opportunity to give in 2023 and i want to encourage you to come out of 2023 like a relay racer all right so if you're a relay racer, you got to start running before you start running. You know what I'm saying? So don't, don't, don't wait till you got about how many hours here? We got about, uh, you got about 11 hours, 11 hours to pick up the pace. So I want to challenge you. Don't, don't wait till tomorrow. Don't wait till tonight. Start running now. Get a vision now. Get faith now. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Come on, pick up the pace now. Start dreaming bigger now. Start thinking God thoughts now. Start running the race of faith now. Get your, get your arms pumping towards the direction of heaven so that way when the new year comes in, you walk into it already in stride. Come in stride to the new year. So this is the last opportunity to give in 23. Let's give big. Come on, let's give big. Let's give big today. And I want to challenge you. Sow a seed today that's massive. 
for 2024. Don't go into 2024 without putting a seed, one more seed in the ground that sets the course for what 2024 is going to look like. The seed is the word. You attach the word to something of sacrifice and you sow it in the earth. Come on with me right now. Stand to your feet. Hold it up before God right now. We're just going to bless the seed that you're sowing right now. Just hold it up. Hold it up before God. I attach my children to this to this seed. I attach my marriage to this seed. I attach my, my career, my job, my new business. I attach I attach the word of the Lord to the future of 2024, and as I sow it, I don't sow it expecting for it to come back to me void, but I, I sow it expecting it to come back to me looking a lot like heaven. Joy, the stuff that the earth can't provide, your word shall provide. It shall not return void. We thank you for joy and peace. We thank you for healing and strength and victory and favor. We thank you, God, that your face shines upon your sons and daughters in this moment. Bless your people now. Let heaven invade the earth. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 As you give that, you may be seated. Take your Bible. Go with me to Ezekiel. Ezekiel 47, verse 1. Uh, We've been been kind of moving into 2024. Now, this text belongs to my wife. She found it. I cannot take credit for it. And uh, she'll, she'll, she'll... she says it's the Bible, but she, she found this word for 2024, and she said, well, I said, what are we going to preach about in, in a couple of weeks? And she said, oh, I got, I got the word for 2020. Well, she didn't say 2024. She said, I got a word. And she shared with me. I said, oh, that, that, that's one of those words that you, you can anchor yourself to all through 2024. And I just want to encourage you to uh, write this down, study it, and begin to confess it over your new year, over the year that's uh, upcoming. And I want to read it for you. I'm going to read a lot of it, okay? Is that okay that I do that? I'm going to read uh, from um, Ezekiel 47, start in verse 1, and I guess we'll stop when, when we stop. But it says, Then he brought me back to the door of the temple. It's important that you, you, that you underline and that you recognize that there's a door that Ezekiel saw in the temple, all right? Those are two significant things to, to write down. And there was water, and it was flowing from underneath, underneath the, the threshold of the temple toward the east, but the front of the temple faced east. The water was flowing from under the right side of the temple, south of the altar. He brought me out by way of the north gate and led me around on the outside to the outer gateway that faces east. And there was water running out on the right side and when the man went out to the east with the line in his hand he measured 1,000 cubits and he brought me through the waters the water came up to my ankles again he measured 1,000 and brought me through the waters and the water came up to my knees again he he measured 1,000 and brought me through the water came up to my waist. Again, he measured 1,000, and it was a river that I could not cross, for the water was too deep, water in which one must swim, a river that could not be crossed. He said to me, Son of man, have you seen this? Then he brought me and returned me to the bank of the river. When I returned there along the bank of the river, there were many trees on one side and the other. Then he said to me, This water flows toward the east region, goes down into the valley, and enters the Dead 
Sea. When it reaches the Dead Sea, its waters are healed. And it shall be that every living thing that moves, wherever the river goes, will live. There will be a very great multitude of fish because these waters go there, for they will be healed. And everything will live wherever the river goes. You got that? Verse 10 says, And it shall be that fishermen will stand by from Engedi to En England. They will be places for spreading their nets. Their fish will be of the same kinds of the fish of the great sea exceedingly many but its swamps and marshes here's a here's a word of caution verse 11 but its swamps and marshes will not be healed they will be given over to salt along the bank of the river on this side and that will grow all kinds of trees used for food their leaves will not wither and their fruit will not fail they will bear fruit every month because their water flows from the sanctuary you see where it flows church flows from the church amen their their fruit will be for food and their leaves for medicine well so as i open i just want to share this with you so so what ezekiel saw is he saw a river and the river the river it, it flows from the door in the temple and as it flows it goes it has, a, it has a direction that it moves, and it follows a topography of, of the geography. And this particular text is a, is a prophecy. This is a prophecy. And if you go to Israel, you'll see with clarity, right? You'll see with clarity what Ezekiel was describing here. Because you'll stand in the lowest place on earth, which is the Dead Sea. It's the lowest place on the, on the planet. And God said he's going to cause a river. It's going to break forth. And it's going to fill that place with the river of God. What I want you to, to recognize here is that this, this prophetic word is, is not fulfilled. But it has begun. It is not fulfilled. But it has begun. Revelation 22 tells us. In Revelation 22. It tells us. I want you to read this. And he showed me a pure river. This is, the, this is Revelation. The, the end. Jesus has ascended. He showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding from the throne of God and of the Lamb. Ezekiel sees a river. Ezekiel sees the shadow of Jesus in reality. And I want you, what I want you to know today is that when Jesus ascended to heaven and he sat down, there was a release of the river of heaven that, that suddenly was sent to the, to the world. Ezekiel sees what was sent. Ezekiel doesn't see what is real. He sees the shadow of what was real. And this river, Ezekiel sees this river that's flowing, but he doesn't see it in fulfillment. See, what I want you to know is 
just because you don't see the fulfillment of the promise does not mean that the promise isn't on its way. And so the next time the enemy, the next time the enemy tries to discourage you because you've been holding on to a promise for a long time, when will I see the fulfillment of my promise? I want you to encourage yourself and I want you to know, I want you to remind yourself that just because I don't see the fulfillment of it doesn't discredit the reality of the fact that it's on its way. The river of God is flowing to me in 2024. I want you to make that a theme of your life. When things don't seem like they're going right, you just encourage yourself in the Lord and you say, I know it's not fulfilled yet, but I know the river's on its way to me. I know that it's coming from the throne of heaven and I don't know the timetable of it, but I do know the fact of it is it's on its way to me and soon and very soon I'm going to be swallowed up by the promises of God, by the river of God. Make this the anthem of your 2024. Make this your mindset in 2024. The river of God is flowing to me. Wake up in the morning and say, the river of God is flowing to me. The river of God is flowing to my children. The river of God is flowing to our church. The river of God is flowing to me. Amen? Amen. Amen. Church, God desires an intimate relationship with us. He desires for us to go deeper in him. The depth of his presence. He has so much more in the depth of his presence for us. Looking back at Ezekiel 47.3. We're going to break these verses down now. We read them really fast, but I'm going to break them down. When the man went out toward the east with the measuring line in his hand, he measured a thousand cubits and he led me through the water, water that was ankle deep. Mm -hmm. Verse 4. Again, he measured a thousand cubits and led me through the water that was knee deep. And again, 1,000 cubits and led me through the water, reaching the hips. He is preparing his bride. He wants us to be prepared, not just ankle deep, not just a little bit of water. He wants us to get into the deep, rushing flow of his presence, the deep, rushing flow of his presence. And look again at um, Ezekiel 47.5. Again, he measured a thousand cubits, and it was a river that I could not pass through, for the water had risen enough water for me to swim in a river that could not be crossed by wading. So you can't just go into the kiddie pool. Anybody ever go with their kids to a water park? You know, it's funny to hear Pastor Jeremiah talk about water parks, because he actually does not like water parks. He thinks they're gross. They kind of are, if you think about it. But so when he says that, I'm like, dude, you don't even like water parks. But that's why you know it's Jesus, right? So you ever go to the water park and, and, um, and moms, girls, this will definitely, like, you'll, you'll understand this. Amanda will know what I'm talking about. You're taking your kids to the pool, and you're like, oh, I'm not going in, so I have my makeup on. I'm cute. I got my cute, my cute bathing suit on, right? And so you just go in about knee-deep, and you're, you're, not, you're not ready to get splashed. Don't splash me. I just did my hair. I have makeup on. I've said this. Don't splash me. I didn't wear my waterproof mascara. But you know what? God is calling us to go all the way in. We've got to get out of the lazy river ride. Some of us are just floating through. We're just wading through slowly like we're on a lazy river raft. And God's calling us to get deep into the river, get deep into his presence because we can't stay there. We've got to be prepared. He's calling us into the holy places, into the holy of holies, into the no trickle of water is going to satisfy. It's not enough. A light little flow of just going lazily down the river is not enough. Think about the family water raft ride. 
You ever see those? And if you haven't been on one, maybe you've seen the, the commercials of the, the Kalahari and the, the water raft ride is going deep like this. We were in um, Florida together with AZ. This is the best example. But she, those water raft rides, she wasn't, she just did her hair. Like she was cute, you guys. She was cute. Hair was cute, everything. And so she was on the, the raft ride and she didn't plan on going all the way in. And then when you get to the bottom of those rides, have you ever gone down the slide? And you're like, I'm not gonna go under, I'm not gonna push. You're just right submerged completely into the water and you have no choice at all. That's the kind of ride we need to get on. We need to get on that family raft ride. But there's, you know what? There's requirements for those raft rides too. You know that? You ever get up there and they have to put the stick to see how tall you are? God requires something from us. If you want to get into that deep river and be prepared to swim in the deep river of his presence, you have to get close to him. You have to be intimate with him. You have to look in his face and let him pour into you and flow through and out of you. You know, when, so perfect, Jeremiah just got here too, so I'm when he was in Haiti, he lived in Haiti for, um, was it five months or so? But when he, when he was there, he chose to live among um, some of the village, uh, in a village there, among the people that did not have running water. So a lot of the people there do not have running water in their homes. And so he lived with a friend that did not have running water. And so they would go and take bucket showers. Now, they didn't have running water, so first you had to go get the water, so you had to go to a well and get the water. And so I mean like a five-gallon five bucket, like the Home Depot kind, you know, the orange buckets kind of picture those. And fill that up and then get a, cu a cup, like the kind you get at the, the baseball games or the football games. You put your soda or tea in it. You like how I said that earlier, tea? I'm going to put no beer in there, you guys. Stop it. Putting that soda in there. And so you shouldn't even put soda in there. Just put some water in there. So we're going to go and get that, that cup of water and take a shower, right? So I want you to picture yourself just throwing that water up, up here like this, trying to scrub. You are not that clean. You stink, and now you're gonna go back out in 100 degrees. I promise you, you're not clean enough. That trickle of water is not enough. God is calling us to get into the river and swim so that his flowing presence can clean and submerge our hearts. It's gotta get all the way up, not just hip, not ankle, not knee, not hip, all the way in so that it can flow through us. His presence can flow in and through us. A Holy Spirit flood. Now, let's look at um, Ezekiel 47, 8. It says, Then he said to me, These waters go out toward the eastern region and go down into the Arabah, the Jordan Valley. When they go toward the sea, being made to flow into the sea, and the waters of the Dead Sea shall be healed and become fresh. The Dead Sea is the lowest place on earth. God wants to come into your lowest places, those places that are hurting, those places that are painful, the places that you cannot fix on your own because you're not supposed to. Because if we could fix it on our own, then the cross was, we didn't need the cross. We can't fix it on our own. He wants to come into those lowest dead places and make them alive and make them fresh and make them clean and make them new he can restore those relationships there. They come alive and clean. And then life will go wherever the river flows. Look at Ezekiel 47.9. It says, it will come about that every living creature will, swar 
which swarms in every place where the river goes, will live. And there will be a great number of fish because these waters go, these waters go there so that the waters of the sea are healed and become fresh. So everything will live wherever the water goes. It brings life wherever it goes. So all you need to do is let God flow through you. Get into his presence and allow Holy Spirit to bring rushing rivers through your life, to bring healing. And the effects there are fertility and healing. New life, new life in him, new life in him. The water of his presence brings life. We have to dig those trenches we have to dig trenches and allow Holy Spirit to come in and get through all of those deep places in our life. We can't really know him without getting deep into his presence. We can't just get in a little trickle. We're not getting clean by having little cup bucket showers, right? The little kiddie pool isn't enough. We've got to get out of the kiddie pool and dive in all the way into his presence. But Ezekiel 47:11 has a warning for us. It says, but its swamps and marshes will not become fresh and wholesome for animal life. They will, as the river subsides, be left encrusted with salt. Because the swamps and marshes rejected the living water. They were drinking from the wrong source. They weren't allowing the Holy Spirit flow to come into that area. So there's a warning there for us, church. Don't reject the living water. Don't reject him. Don't become stagnant. There's no fruit there. You can't bear any fruit. If you're not deeply planted in him, deeply planted by the river, deeply desperate for him every single day, there is no life. There's no fruit being able to be bared there. All right, my turn. I'll keep going. <laughs> John 7.37 says, Now, on the last most important day of the feast, Jesus stood and called out in a loud voice. Right there. Stop for a second and look at that. John 7.37. Jesus stood. Church, he is standing right now. He is standing right there calling out to you. He is calling out to you in a loud voice. And many of us, not you guys because you're here, but many of us are sitting in that swamp and we can't hear him. We're not allowing the fresh waters to clean and cleanse every area that needs healed. He is calling out to us. Let's finish reading it there. It says that he stood and called out in a loud voice, if anyone thirsts, let him come and drink. In verse 38, he who believes in me, who adheres to, trusts in, and relies on me, as the scripture has said, from his innermost being will flow continually rivers of living water. <laughs> Flows only from him in a desperate, continual flow. We have to have a desperate, continual flow from him. And then it brings nourishment and healing. In Ezekiel 47, 12, it says, By the river on its bank... On one side and on the other will grow all kinds of trees for food. Their leaves will not wither and their fruit will not fail. 
They shall bear every month because their water flows from the sanctuary and their fruit will be for food and their leaves for healing. We've got to be planted by the river, flowing the from the sanctuary, his presence. It was so awesome. We got to um, dedicate a sweet baby girl in Lorraine, a prayer, a prayer. We wore pink today for her on purpose because she was an answer to prayer. And we got to dedicate her. And, and as the family stood up there, many of them attend the church, but many of them don't. And I thought, man, that right there is an example of that family that was dedicating their baby. They are firmly planted by the river. And everywhere that you go, if you are firmly planted by the river, everywhere that you go and everybody that's around your life, rivers of living water are flowing over them. They're flowing over them and you are bearing fruit. You're bringing nourishment. You are able to bring healing leaves to your family. You are bringing healing leaves to the people in your life. Just like Pastor Troy said, don't, don't worry that if you haven't seen it yet, you are bringing that. Allow Holy Spirit to do the rest and to grow the rest and bring the healing that flows from the sanctuary. He will produce healing in your life and the lives of others. So no, no more waiting in the kiddie pool. Let's dive into the river of God's presence. Amen. So as we close, I want to invite you to stand to your feet. And as we close... Yeah, I know. Like, what? It's done? Yeah. It's a long close, so you know what I mean? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Here's, I, 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 want you, I want you to write these down or, or just take a note or just say, um, open the door. No more drinking from the hose. If God gave you a river... Stop drinking from the faucet. God gave us a river as the church. That river is the only source of life and healing for any of us. For any of us. And oftentimes, we, we need to repent of this. Because oftentimes, we have left the river and drunk from the faucet. You remember, remember, we used to, our, our parents would throw us outside and lot and let us back in till, till it was dark. We were out there, we made up games like ghost in the graveyard because our parents wouldn't let us back inside, you know what I mean? And then we're like, I'm thirsty, they go, go drink from the hose. Well, who knows how much contaminated water we drank in our life. You know what I mean? I went, <laughs> Drink it for, and you got that, you can smell it right now as, you, as I say it, you taste it and smell what I just said. You're like, man, I drank from that hose so much. And a lot of times we'll leave the river of living life and water and we'll go and we'll drink from the faucet of the world. Life gets hard. It doesn't work out. We don't see it the way God said it immediately. And so then we just say, and we walk away, or we get discouraged, and then we walk away, and we're, here we are, we're outside the church on Sunday drinking from the faucet, drinking from the, from the hose. You ever think about what crawled up in that hose, man? They left out there all year. You never, like, 
We never cleaned it. It was never attached to anything. It was just out there laying in the mud. So in 2024, I want you to make a covenant promise with God. Remind me to come back to the door. I feel like I need to say this to you. Here's what I want you to do in 24. I want you to get rid of something as an indication of where God's taking you. Something concrete. Something real. Something that you can hold in your hand. For Elijah, he had to get rid of the ox, the yoke. He had to get rid of it. He's like, no, no, I'm, I'm going in the direction of God, and I'm getting rid of this. And this thing that I'm doing, getting rid of this, it's the indication that I'm serious about where I'm going with God. I'm serious about the river of God and flowing with God in my life. I'm not going to be out of the flow of God. I'm going to get in the flow of God. I'm going to allow the flow of God to move me through the currents of life. No matter what happens, I'm not coming out. So, so what I want you to do is this week, take something. For me, it was a pair of boots. I worked for the city for 10 years. Halfway in, five years in, the Lord, I got a call. I heard the call. Write the call down to it once you... You have to articulate the call of God for your life in 2024. Write it down. You got to write it down. Just be as descriptive as you can. Write it down. But then go grab, for me it was a pair of boots. I heard the call. I got these boots. You know what's fascinating to me today? What you got on? Is that Carhartt? I'm freaked out by kids who wear Carhartt. It wasn't fashionable for me. It was cold outside. I had to wear Carhartt. I had these boots, man. And I see Jeremiah for Christmas. He got all these car hearts. I'm like, I had that outfit in the early 90s. Same outfit. I was rocking. I was way in front of my time, man. I was Prince. But I had these boots. You think, you think, you think uh, Jays cost a lot of money? Go buy yourself a nice pair of work boots. Them things hurt your feelings. And God said, I want, you to, I want you to throw away your work boots as a sign that you're not going back. Oh. I said, I held those boots over the trash. I said, Lord, you sure? Can I just hold on to them just for a minute? Hey. No, no, you got to throw them away. I dropped them. They weren't even dirty yet. And I put the lid on it. Some of us got to put the lid on it. You got to put the lid on it not going back and then but there'll be a time of testing you know the vision came and there'll be but there'll be what i want you to know is it took five years I, I threw those boots in there i had to walk around with some raggedy boots for, for the next five years there's going to be a time of testing between the, the vision and the fulfillment there's going to be a window there where you're going to be tempted I don't know how many days it was, but I kept walking by the trash like. You sure? And then when the trash day came and it was out there on the curb, I was like. 
You sure? You sure this is what you want to do? The trash man came. I'm like, oh man, there go my boat. But you got to throw it in it. You got to put the lid on it. And know that when the test comes, you got to tell yourself. When, the, when that middle part comes and you don't see it fulfilled, just because you don't see it fulfilled doesn't mean it's not on its way. It's on its way, church. It's on its way. Healing's on its way. Restoration's on its way. Come on, what God spoke is on its way. Your children are on their way. It's on its way. The river of God is flowing. What do you have to do? You got to put yourself in the river, man. You got to get in the flow of God. How many know there's a flow? There's a flow of God. And it's possible to get out of the flow of God. You know how we stop the flow? We shut the door. Ezekiel said, it flowed from the door. Jesus said, I am the door. And I want to encourage you in 2024, no matter how hard it gets, keep the door open. Keep the door of the river open in your life. Don't, don't close the door. Don't walk away just because it gets difficult. Keep the door open. Jesus said, I am the water of living life he flows keep the door open come on I'll pray this prayer with you as we close together today there's a prayer we're going to post it I think it's already posted but I want to pray this with you and you just pray it together amen come on say it together Jesus, Jesus. you are my only source of life I will not drink from any other false fountain. You are my living water. And I will fully surrender my will in 2024. Until I'm swimming in the river of your presence. I am committed to deeper intimacy with you. And I want to be completely immersed in your love in the new year. My goal is to remain in your river until my roots are deeper and my life bears fruit from your Holy Spirit. I give you permission to flow into my low spots and turn my weakness into strength. I ask for you to bring deep conviction when I wander away from the river of your presence, bring me back to you when my heart drifts and my love turns lukewarm. I choose you as the source of my life in 2024. In Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. So if you're here today and you've never fully surrendered your life to Christ, or perhaps you closed the door, maybe you've been drinking from the fountain, maybe you've been the faucet or the hose in the backyard of this world, it's time to come back. It's time to get in the river. It's time to get all the way in. So for many of us, God's telling you, he's been showing you this vision of your future. He's showing you this vision of your future, and, and you're, you're afraid. 
you're afraid. And I want you to know the enemy knows. See, that's how you know. Because the Spirit of God does not give fear. If you're afraid, I want you to know the Spirit of God gives power, love, and clarity. It is the Spirit of the enemy that will produce fear. And so I want you to know that that God is pulling you in that direction. Don't come away. Lock into the vision of heaven for your life. But if you're here today and you've never, you've never fully given your life to Christ, Christians are going to pray all over the room. And I'm going to invite you to bow your head and your hearts before the Lord today and pray this prayer. Jesus, I repent of my sin. I receive your righteousness. Come into my life. Make all things new. I surrender it to you today. And I say, take it. Take my life. Change this world. All for your glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. One more time. Put your hands together for the Lord. Thank you. Altar ministers are going to make their way forward today. If you gave your life to Christ, we want to give you some resources for your future in faith. If you're watching online, you gave your life to Christ, please let us know so we can mail them to you, get connected to you. If you're not connected to a life group, I want to encourage you, connect to a life group coming into 2024. We love you. We bless you. May the Lord bless your new year. Amen. In Jesus' name, live right, love everybody, pray hard. Thank you for being a part of our service today. We love you. God bless you as you go.